This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested. Unfocused. Lazy. Millennial. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. We want free food and beanbags. How's it going with your New Year's resolutions? What were my New Year's resolutions? Mm. Mm, um, to do th- things for more um, uh, without a reason. Yeah. I think that was one. Exactly. Yeah, really shitty so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, have I done anything which is uh, which could... Um, I don't know. We're going climbing tomorrow for the first time. Yeah. That, I guess, doesn't really count, but it's pretty nice. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this for a very long time, or I wanted to try for a very long time. You know the bouldering, I think yeah, it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. I've never tried. Uh, Are you a good climber? I've never tried. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I'm a bit scared of heights, but I assume that there's... But then bouldering is good because there's no heights. <laughs> <laughs> but you can still fall, right? Yeah, definitely. But what do you fall in? On a mattress. Is it... It's very soft. Okay, You'll cool. be fine. Because <laughs> I have a lot of questions here. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. How injured will I get tomorrow? <laughs> no, but then it's fine. Yeah. I had a colleague who came back from a... Also, like, he went first time climbing two days ago. He couldn't lift his, uh, like, his arms. Oh, really? <laughs> he was, it was a lot of uh, pain. Good. I'm That's excited good. to see how Soreness. this is going to go. Yeah. Hmm? If I can type... Uh, with my broken fingers, I will uh, let you know. <laughs> I have a good outlook on things today. <laughs> Sorry, boss, I can't come in. What's happened? I went bouldering. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Millennials at Work. This is a podcast coming to you from uh, from Scandinavia, specifically from Sweden uh, today, from uh, Malmö, from south of Sweden. Uh, Rasmus has uh, nicely come over to my my place to record. Thank you for doing that. There are so nice. many people in the train today, really annoying. Oh, that nice Friday feeling. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that they were going off in the airport, but people just stayed in the train. <laughs> I had no idea what they were what they were doing. There's so much stuff to do in Malmö on Friday night. You can't even. Mm, ah, but still. School. <laughs> uh, School. It's a uh, Friday when we're recording. Nice. Mm. So it's me, Edita, and you, Rasmus, you, Rasmus, my dear friend, colleague, uh, partner in podcast crime, I guess I can say. Um, very true. Very true. And we're millennials at work. Uh, and that's what this podcast is about. It's uh, exactly about that, millennials at work, how to be our boss, how to be a millennial in this uh, weird, weird, weird world. We're um, trying to figure it out ourselves. Um, we like to talk about work. We like to talk about about our generation and uh, ourselves yeah ourselves mostly ourselves so it's a lot of reflecting and we're just very happy that you listen in yeah good great start and um how are you feeling today christmas i'm feeling good had a good week in in copenhagen uh that's not true i was in 
I was in a weekend. No, I was it's in end of week. Yeah, I had a good week uh-huh. in Copenhagen. <laughs> but that's not true. I went to I was in Stockholm until Thursday. I'm really? traveling a lot at the moment. And then on Sunday I'm going to uh Miami. Oof. Yeah. That's 25 degrees. Miami. Yeah. Miami. So, I don't yeah. That's a Miami song. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, so you that's going to be great. Lot. Yeah. How's and, that uh, um, with the mental health, huh? Ooh. Okay. Love the bridge. Uh, it's good, uh, but it's also uh, a bit frustrating with the um, with the structure of my life mm. with traveling. Uh, but yeah, lovely bridge. Today we're talking a bit about the mental health at work, especially for uh, us uh, hungry millennials who's just. Um, impatient, wanting uh, a race uh, every single week mm. and uh, new uh, challenges, new positions, new titles uh, all over yes. the place. And um, that can also re- uh, result in some serious mental health issues. Yeah, serious damage as well. Mm. More people, or maybe we just hear about it more. I don't know, but uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. But first, it's time for the check-in. Yes. Cool. Um, you know what I thought? No. We haven't said for a while, why do we do the check-in, I think. Yeah, okay, good. The check-in originally comes from when we work in teams and when we meet. And then the first thing we do as a team is that we check in, that everyone in the teams and uh, everyone in the team get a chance to say how they feel, how they're doing, what they're excited about today, what they uh, want out of today. Um, and um, just to make sure that everyone is um, not only there physically but also mentally and um, shares a bit about how they feel so their other team members uh, know. Mm. If uh, they have a shitty day, then they know, uh, okay, maybe I should um, be extra careful with... Tone it down. Yeah, what I'm joking with. And um, for us, it's just a nice little thing also just to get started and... Mm. um, Yeah, to not just jump right into the subject but check in with the... With each other. Yeah. Mm? Nice. Good. Um, What's the topic today? So the topic today is a bit of uh, personal sharing. or Not personal, but a bit. And it's as easy as, um, do you like to work uh, in the morning or in the evening? Ooh. I very, very, very much rather work in the morning. Um, I am most focused, I would say, between... uh, Hmm, I think 8 and 11.30, that's a good time. If I could only work those hours, I think my life would have a, I would have much less uh, mental health problems. <laughs> no, I don't uh, think I have uh, severe problems with that exactly, but it's, it's always uh, much trickier for me in the, in the afternoon. And then in the, I get some kind of like a second breath, or how do you call it, like a round of energy in the evening again. And I used to be the person who like stayed up very late to like write or do work, but uh, I'm trying to minimize that really and go to bed early. But it's um, I know that it's still in me. So nowadays, when I actually go to bed early and I I limit myself to the really productive hours in the morning. So um, have you made like a plan? So like no emails in the morning and the most important things I do from eight to eleven thirty. I wish I could do that. Maybe in the future. That that is a good goal, actually, because that's also how do you spend those best best hours. That's that's important. But no, I just do like what needs to be done. But try to be super effective. Mm. What about you? I'm also uh, very much a morning person. 
Um, I hate working in the evening, to be honest. I remember when I had um, assignments I had to do in school. Then I would, um, instead of trying to you know write throughout the night, then I would go to bed early and then wake up four o'clock in the morning and mm. then do it there. Because it was like, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about working in the evening that I really disliked. Well, and, what about uh, creative work or... I mean, I don't really do that much creative work anymore. I mean, you cut the uh, films, like videos. Yeah, that's true. But um, I did that a bit in the evenings. But I think I think I have like the same as you. You know, in the morning I have some good hours, mm. and then also you know after dinner, if I sit down and get mm. into the flow, then I can also get a few couple of good hours there. Mm. Um, when I. Yeah. When I was writing more, I uh, I once heard someone saying that you have to write in the evening and edit next day or edit in the morning. Ah, okay. You know, so write when you're like, because a lot of people who maybe are like creative writers, they like tend to be more uh, evening writers and, or night writers. It's also more okay to drink wine yeah. in the evening than exactly. in the morning. Uh, so you can uh, so you can drink and write. But don't drink and edit, please. Or drink and drive. Or drink and drive. Yeah, yeah. that's negative. Don't please do that don't either. Do that. That's really dumb. How's your mental health at the moment? From a scale from one to <laughs> what is twenty-two. It's a good scale. Um, I think at the moment it could be so much better. So I will give it... Um, Let's uh, wait a second. Is 22 the best or is that the worst? Mm, oh, good question. Because yeah. I was going like 22 is worst. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so I would say that one is the worst okay, and 22 is, is the, the best. Okay, yeah. okay. can do that. Uh, then I would say I'm on, I'm on 15. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not super bad. Yeah, not super bad, but somewhere in the middle. Not really, right? 15 isn't like half of 22, but it's, uh, I feel like I've done quite a lot of work to get it intact, but not, uh, there's so much more to do. What do you do then? So, I mean, for me, I have a few things that are really important that I'm trying to like really work on right now in my life. One is, okay, this one I've like done all my whole life. Morning routine, very important that I eat breakfast, that I uh, listen to something, that I preferably read something, that I have like a, the morning how I love it and not stress too much because I'm like, I much rather wake up two hours earlier or like I take two hours at home, you know, just to be at home in the morning and like do the stuff to prepare me for the day and other people are like why the hell would you do that if you have if you can just wake up and go to work and have a sandwich there I'm like no 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 it's very important for me because it sets the tone of the day for some reason yeah uh, and uh, I sleep much more or much longer than I uh, used to I did this thing this summer when uh, I don't know how it's called in English but they check your brain the brain waves okay and apparently you can tell so many things from your brain waves of like how your brain works okay, okay. that's not the really surprising fact no, now when i, I say that like, it's yeah, like okay. that's that kind of how good it's supposed to be right <laughs> <laughs> no but things like what kind of jobs should you do and not do and okay. things like 
So my doctor, because I thought what they will tell me is that, yeah, probably you won't have a stroke and, you know, no insult coming up uh, anytime soon. And I'll be like, cool. Uh, But what it turns out, uh, sleep for me is the number one important thing in life. And I can really, really now when I look back at things and like how I have I had my days and and sometimes when I don't sleep very well, um, it's it's a disaster. I feel physically and morally so, 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 so bad. Uh, So I really appreciate I used to be the person who's like, I sleep five hours. It's fine. Yeah, that's not good. That's not cool Uh, because you actually don't feel fine. Where did you do this test? In Riga, of course. In Riga, okay, yeah, 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 of course. Medical tourism. I can preach about that. That's another episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then they saw that... um, What else did you learn about this? Well, yeah, that thing was very connected with I shouldn't have night jobs. Mm. And oh, one thing that was really interesting was that um, she talked about my brain being like a sprinter brain. Because I was just in between jobs, right? Uh, uh, so her tip for me to for like the new job was to have it in a role what doesn't only have the by the computer thing, but I have to have meetings. I have to change the environment, and I have to. And I really, I mean, I've always kind of known that, but uh, even now it's actually really tricky for me that I sit by the computer and see the most. Like I'm always indoors at the same office, even though I have a loads of meetings. I feel 10 times better on the days when I at least go out once and like take a coffee in the middle of a day or something. That's so insanely important. Okay. It's uh, it's crazy. Crazy that you can figure that out. Mm-hmm. But isn't it also that you can change that, you know, what is it called? Neuroplasticity. So the more you do something... Uh, the more your brain or then your brain adapts to whatever it is that uh, mm. that you're good at for instance with creative thinking if you exercise that more your brain your, your brain changes it actually changes shape i guess you can i don't know uh, like that's, that's what that's, i that read sounds, in many books it sounds doable but there's also things that uh, there's some tech that uh, helps people doing that right now yeah you can actually detect when your brain is which parts of your brain need some help and then they do this electro thing right well yeah i guess so and Mm. uh, so they somehow like change the waves so that uh, so that you get more into the like everyone has this flow of work when you feel you're most productive like any brain has their most productive state uh, and some of us are not using that or a lot of us aren't using that Mm. Um, so to get there you need to tackle some specific brain waves oof now we went into biology yeah <laughs> bit off topic but, but uh, how's your mental health i think it's uh i think my mental health is pretty good i'll give the number i mean i'll probably go with um, 17 18 mm-hmm. i still That's think that there's good. room for improvement but you do quite a lot right in the sense of for mental health yeah being like at least the the health aspect of like what yeah, people exactly. should do you know so um I think I do quite a lot and I'm quite aware. And then I also think that, um, I mean, this also leads to, you know, so what is mental health? Mm. Uh, I mean, f- for me, it's it's very rarely being stressed. Um, it's very seldom that I'm stressed. Mm. I actually like to have a lot of things to do. Um, keeps me going. 
whereas if I'm not motivated mm. or if I have little things to do or nothing to do, that's where my mental health, you know, drops in and like have a hard time. Uh, so if I don't have, you know, motivation or something to do, uh, that's the hardest part. As I hear from other people, then then it's if it's too much work. Yeah. And I think one thing that I'm really good at is to go to 80% of uh, getting the job the getting the job done mm. and then realizing 80% is probably enough. I can also do it to 95, but that's going to take as long time as it took me to get to 80%. Mm. And for me, the fifth, the last 15% from 80 to 95 is it's very seldom that it's worth the time mm. and energy. You're not very perfectionist, right? No. No. But not in everything that I do. It's interesting. I mean, I see not how that can help. <laughs> <laughs> but I f- I will find it so tricky to uh understand where is the 80% mark for me personally. How do you understand that? Mm. Your body just tells you. Yeah, <laughs> like I think it is. Enough. I mean, like uh we talked about this before, but my ma- my mom gave me uh she likes to give the advice of uh, of the gut feeling. She's a mother of megatips. She's uh, she's the mother of megatips. <laughs> she's also a she's a doctor, so maybe oh. she has some kind of uh, I don't know uh, idea on it. But I think it's important to I mean and of course there's no you know it's impossible to calculate what is 80% of done that's just mm. something that you think for me it's a great combination of thinking this will do mm. uh, and then also uh, i don't want to work on it anymore <laughs> I, i think it's a solid combination of those and uh, i think that 80% um makes it possible for me to do a lot of things mm. and uh, not be stressed about you know finishing specific things because i'll just do them to 80% and then i'll figure out the rest Mm. Um, so that helps me quite a lot that's a good one I could actually take a bit of that approach I think not that I'm I don't think that I'm a perfectionist but sometimes I see like I know that I do too many details that are a bit like uh, how's it called not overperforming, but over delivering yeah exactly you know? but it's also but I kind of like to over deliver as well but yeah but I think and I think that's a good um It's definitely good to overdeliver. It's just important to figure out when to overdeliver and what to overdeliver on. Is it worth it? Yeah. Um, I worked with a great uh, with a great UX designer um, before, and um, she had the problem with uh, overworking and overdelivering on every single thing, mm. and on the things that were it, it's not going to make a big difference. Yeah. And then you spend then she would spend five hours on doing something that mm. you know it's not really going to make a difference. Um, But it make it, her it, happy, or n- no, no, no yeah, not that either. Yeah, because some people they really have to, you know. Otherwise, yeah. they're not they are not happy with themselves, and and th- that work really means that much for them. And exactly. you know, and then there's value. But I guess we're getting to the maybe to the point that. It is very different for, from person to person. Exactly. And your mental health at work, at least, starts from what's important for you there and what drives you and what motivates you at work. And once maybe there's less of that, the little mental health monsters kick in. No, I totally agree. And I think it's that's that's the key key message of, of this is that it's so individual and it's, you know, there's no size fits all. And that leads me to to the second point in 
And that's why it's so important to actually stop up and do the gut feeling and like, how the fuck do I, how the fuck do I feel? Mm. Am I stressed now? Am I happy? Am I sad? How do I feel? Uh, and, and actually, you know, capture that feeling mm. and then also realize um, if you want to change and if you want to change what it is that you need to change. Mm. You know, get that, uh, sit down and reflect on, on it and um, figure out if you're doing something that mm. that you shouldn't do. I like that thing about checking in with yourself so much because it talks to um, part of like meditation practice that is the least um, spiritual in a way and the least like... Um, hippie i guess i mean a lot of people have a problem me including can sometimes i've tried meditation and it doesn't stick and all that stuff and then there's a part that you can take out of it that is actually really just it's not meditation it's more mindfulness i guess that you stop for a second and think about where i am what's happening and why is my pulse so high right now and what am i stressing about aha uh-huh, this is stressing me out the next time when you're there you again see that and maybe in the 10th time, you actually know it before, right? That, okay, if I do this, we, we are animals at the end. We kind of learn that stuff, what's danger, right? And what we shouldn't go close to. But I also think that just realizing I'm stressed and what am I stressed about, mm. at least for me, calms me down. Just mm. to, you know, take an outside, you know, take a step back and look at what the, what's, what's actually going on. Mm. Uh, I mean, wh- why do I feel like that? Why do I behave like that? And... Um, I had an argument with with my uh, with my girlfriend the other day, uh, and I couldn't win the argument, um, and it annoyed me a lot. So I got really uh, worked up. I got really worked up, and it was only the, the the day after that I really thought about it because it was I, I it was not very very nice um, uh, that I realized you know it was because that. I wasn't winning, winning the argument and it annoyed me that I didn't, you know, yeah. know enough about the subject to win the argument. And then I shared it with her the day after, you know, saying, mm-hmm. hey, I'm really sorry. Um, it, it was because, you know, I was getting fucking annoyed that you had to fucking win that argument. <laughs> and, um, and that was why I behaved like that. Yeah. Um, so just taking a step back and realizing what's actually going on, mm-hmm. for me at least, just to understand the situation calms me down especially in the work situation Mm because i feel like at work at least i can blame so much the cons like the environment around me some kind of uh the problems that i have at a certain project or things that other people are doing or the music that's playing you know so many things that are happening around you that you can be like oh this is this is awful you know this makes me stressed but there's always not always okay half of the time there's a way out of it right if you if you know what what is that thing and what does it make why is it make you stressed right i mean people do it all the time and i get so much uh, inspiration from people who have like kind of understood how they that they need to sit away let's say from their team half of the day because they can't i don't know for some reason they they i don't know get anxious tired or just need the change of environment those kind of things or that they need to take a walk and they always do that because I know that I need to but sometimes I'm like ah later I compromise it no 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 no. it never it never ends well you just like who you're the loser or I'm the loser at the end of the day ugh sucks (laughs) (laughs) sucks (laughs) 
You know what has helped me a lot, I think, uh, since uh, moving to Malva? Mal- Malva. <laughs> Malmö. Do you know how we say it in Danish? Malmö. 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 That's good. Mm, Malmö. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Since moving to Malmö, um, walking to work. I mean, I haven't really had the chance before unless I want to walk for 45, 50 minutes. Uh, and now I have a... Uh, about a 15-minute walk to work, which is the perfect time to not be stressed or or like you have to take the walk, right, in the morning and back to work, back from work home. And I think just resetting that uh, that little thing and resetting my mind before and after work is, um, is pretty nice. Uh, when I lived in Gothenburg... Uh, my morning commute involved a little ferry over the over the river. Sounds romantic, actually. It's very romantic, and it's the, like that's the best one. That beats the walk like ten times, of course. <laughs> yeah. But you know, walking is good. Like physical activity, like to break apart the day somehow. Mega tip. But physical activity in general. Mm. And I think that's for for me. That's I I can. F- feel that so strongly if I haven't been uh, exercising. You know, I, I think definitely checking in and understanding my emotions and how I feel and why I feel them is important for, for my mental health. But um, as you mentioned, sleep, mm-hmm. I mean, there's been, I don't have to say this, but there's been a ton of research and our listeners have probably heard about it all the time, but, you know, how important sleep is. It's the, mm-hmm. it's, it is... I don't think that you're the only one that has uh, sleep as number one. It's no, so no, fucking important. And people that sleep um, five hours a night, they're uh, they're not doing themselves a favor. You die early. Yeah. Sorry. And uh, then, of course, physical physical uh, activity. Just uh, you know, um, get out some uh, uh, what is it called antioxidants and get some endorphins uh, in your, in your brain, and you yes. know, just get that natural endorphin kick out of uh, getting your pulse up and and sweat is is uh, is so important for mental health more water and more water is also important mm, less coffee more water and uh, then of course uh, with water comes great nutrition mm. so um, if you eat right then uh, your brain will uh, thank you because your brain is uh, taking up uh, what is it 60 60 70% of uh, all the calories that you uh, consume a day what uh, yeah really it's, yeah it's quite crazy Oof. Uh, it's so it's really really important that uh, that we eat because um, our brain uses a ton of energy i don't know if it's 60 70 but it's it's a lot <laughs> let's not double check this but yeah, it's yeah yeah maybe it's 30 <laughs> but at least it's a lot of energy and you know um it's not only your brain that needs the energy it's also your body and uh, if you don't have a healthy body you won't have a healthy mind Boof. boom That is very true. Yeah. What do you do for uh, those three things? How much do you sleep a night? My aim is seven. And usually I think my, because I track my sleep, my average is uh, 6.40, no, 6.20, I think. How do you track it? With my Fitbit. Ah, Not okay, sponsored by Fitbit, unfortunately. Um, no, it's uh, so I have a. I Does have it a, know when you fall asleep? It yes. measures that on the pulse. Yes, exactly. So somehow it uh, can tell um, how much I sleep in the REM sleep. When is it light? When is it deep? Okay. I'm not sure how. I, I don't. This is not the most exact 
uh, tracking system. Mm. I think there's better ones if you have the ring. I uh, can't remember the name of it. That's, I think, better for sleep. Okay. Some people... Um, I need that. I'm going to write that down. A ring. Uh, no, I'm going to do that later. <laughs> Some people combine things like uh, tools that they use. Some people go real crazy about their sleep. Yeah, because the girls become, you know, this uh, measurement uh, where you measure everything in yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. not healthy either, I think. No, and uh, I mean, I don't really look back uh, that much at it uh, anymore. I, I have the data, but if I don't feel good... Then I go back or I go into the app and I check, okay, how did I sleep? And most of the time it's like, uh-huh, okay, here is the reason okay. why I feel like total shit today. So um, I sleep well. I uh, I eat homemade good food most of the time or most of the days. I do my lunchbox stuff um, and that's good. That's good. I'm so good. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> it is good because it's, uh, you know what's in there, you know it's good stuff and you can control it and it's a good portion and you don't need stress about it, which is important. Yeah. Uh, when you're hungry at work and you're like annoyed because you're hungry and all that stuff. And the exercise, it's, I mean, I can, I, I can't stress it enough. At the moment, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm having so much problem trying to figure out how it will fit in my day um because i have to do more of it it it's weird with it because it gives you energy right mm. like more you do it more energy you get yeah. you like, eat a lot yeah. but it gives you because you need energy <laughs> my great friend um, he just uh, started doing it the last three months and he also said that it you know changed so much it of his energy everything. so uh, you know working out in the morning is it's definitely tough in the beginning, especially here when it's so dark mm. in the morning. But uh, just getting used to it and then mm. it becomes very natural. Mm. And it's it's a great feeling, you know, getting into work and you already had a workout and feel mm. fresh. Yeah, it's like you've done something good. Yeah, that's really that. nice. You know what I've started doing? Uh, in the mornings I do a, not full on yoga, but like a bit of stretching, yoga stretching. It's the very first thing I do and... Oof, it's good. Yeah. I feel like, you know, when the body wakes up, it's good. Yeah, that's part of my that whole, uh, my, my very uh, sacred uh, morning routine. Right I'm now. doing the same because I'm going on a, have I told you, I'm going on a ro- yoga retreat. <laughs> no. I'm going to Tuscany for a what? yoga, meditation, hiking, mindfulness retreat for six days in Tuscany in the middle of March. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a mic drop. Yeah. What the fuck? So Are I'm you uh, doing a, a YouTube uh, 30 day challenge. I'm not doing every single day, but it's just, you know, I'm following. Um, so I've done three now over, I don't know, eight days or something. Oh, I thought that you will YouTube that experience. Okay. No, no, okay. no. no, no. I'm, <laughs> like there's something on YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, and I agree. Yoga in the morning is the amazing. Best. It's a great way to uh, wake up uh, and wake up the body and just feel mm. great. I was thinking, we sound like amazing human humans who have figured this all out, you know, we uh, almost don't stress uh, and all that stuff, that's all bullshit, I stress all the time, <laughs> and uh, at least uh, in my case, it's uh, I have shit tons of work to do uh, to get my hen- mental health at work uh, going uh, well. But I'm thinking there are people who are listening to this and they actually have, you know, they're close to burning out at work. And I mean, I have friends who 
I mean, I have thought that I have something similar that like I'm overworking and stuff. But when I actually hear what they're going through in terms of when it really hits, when they really hit the wall, it's so, so, so scary. And there are things that I think everyone can do to not get there. And still so many people get there. And it's it's saddening. I'm just thinking what mm. what are... Because not everyone also has like that maybe ability or the strength or the, I don't know, the attitude maybe or the confidence. Yeah, let's call it confidence to, to, um, to be vulnerable at work, to uh, do the things that you need, to go away from your, um, I don't know, the, the workspace and have a time for yourself. I mean, there's a lot of pressure at work. And what do you do then when you actually, uh, you don't feel like you can really maybe be yourself at work? That's a fucking good question. I mean, I'm no uh, psychologist or uh, anything close to that. And I think it's a really good point. I mean, uh, we're making it very easy now. Like just, you know, do these things and then you'll be all right. Mm. And there's a lot of people struggling with mental health at work. Mm. I definitely think that some of these things uh, is important. You know, checking in with yourself. How do I feel? Why do I feel like that? Um, sleep, exercise, nutrition. And then I think the most important thing is is also relationships. Uh, having someone to, to talk to and having someone to open up to. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, if I just... If I'm, if I'm holding in with something, if I'm stressing about something, if I'm angry or sad or whatever it is that I feel about mm-hmm. something, if I share it with others, then I don't know it feels lighter it feels mm. it feels better so i think uh, being able to talk to someone about it is mm. very important um sh- sharing it with someone but i also think just relationships in general feeling hurt feeling seen because that's often you know some of the things that we don't really get from a workplace mm. having laughs Having someone that you can, you know, laugh so hard that you almost piss your pants, that will cure any form of stress. Oh, yes. um, so having having really good relationships and and cherish them, and that's something that I'm really bad at. Uh, not really. I, sh- I think I shared it in the podcast before. You know, actively seeking out. Now I need to be social mm. because there was a time at when at Hyper Island where I kind of isolated myself. And I got so uh, down on it, mm. so down because of it. I did it as well at some point. And it feels like now reflecting back, it feels like it's it's a way of protecting yourself yeah. and uh, that you actually do feel bad. And what you need is talking it out with someone. But for some reason, it's the brain just goes into, okay, now I'm locking in. Yeah. That's it. I and just want to be alone and, you know. Yeah. Uh, so th- And I think that's totally normal. And uh, But I think it's crucial to, to mm. talk to talk to friends and family uh, mm-hmm. and then of course you know if you're really if you're really at a bad place there's also professional help that, yeah. that people can get can get and um and there's never too early really for that no definitely not it's uh, about the relationships i totally agree and it's what i see is also it it is great and it's like the core to have it outside work and to have your family friends and all of that stuff but to have someone at work, someone who you really trust, who you can really rant, but you can also like laugh with, and who will always, who will also see when you're not your best and when you are your best. Those things take time, obviously, to create those relationships, but the work gets so much easier, I think. I'm at the stage now where I've recently started a new 
job. So I really feel a difference when you don't have uh, those kind of people yet around because it's just, it is what it is. It takes time. It, it's a, it's partially about your, you know, sense of humor and uh, you're still establishing yourself and there's a lot of stress around that. So plus not really having a certain person or people who you can, those are your go-tos. It's uh, very difficult. And to add on that, I also think it doesn't necessarily have to be you that feels bad that has to go to other people. Mm. It's, as you say, it's so obvious to see people are not, if they're not happy, if they're sad or if they're, you know, stressed, it's, from my experience, it's quite easy to see, Mm. okay, that guy or that girl is not feeling quite okay. It doesn't take more than just, you know, take them to, take them aside and say, hey, how are you feeling? How mm. how how are things going? Yeah. Uh, and some people will not open up, and that's totally fine. Yeah. And some people will. Talking about this, my friend shared a really nice story when uh, she was really really down in her previous job one day, and then there's this girl, her work that she like, she was her go-to person, you know, and she saw that she's she didn't need to say anything, but the girl like she went to my my friend and was like. Okay, never going out for coffee. My friend's trying to be like, no, 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 I I don't have time. And she's like, no, we're going out for coffee right now. And that's it. And they went out and they had a walk and talk. And it was great. You know, like those small things, like seeing one other person, it is it is visible. Very few people can really, really hide it. <laughs> like mm. it's, it's difficult. Um, yeah, I'm trying to practice that as well. It's uh, sometimes you feel like you're maybe stepping on someone's toes, but yeah. it's most of the time... People are happy if you're just checking in. You don't need to be like, oh, you look like you're really, really down. And someone yeah, yeah, happened yeah, that in your also family. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But just. And especially if you don't really have a great relationship no. with the person, then it can also feel a bit. Yeah, and so uh, maybe I do mind your own fucking business. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Should we summarize? Yeah, I think it sounds summarized. Do you want to do it? I can try. Well, uh, mental health at work, insanely important, but mental health in general is important. So uh, work being a big part of our lives, it just kind of feels, um, it kind of feels obvious that we need to look after ourselves 24-7 to be our best, most productive selves if we want to be that at work and don't cut ourselves some slack and not stress too much but stress if we want to stress something like the good stress is good we want to know ourselves because that's the most important thing to remember that no one really has a no one really can read a book about this uh, about like what's what will give you the most amazing mental health at work and uh, there's a lot of theories and of course I think uh, very few people can uh, can say something against uh, sleeping well eating well exercising and all of those things but then there are some things that only we ourselves can check in with and uh, do this little thing with the how does your mom say check your gut check take your your gut feeling do the gut check do the gut check uh why am i feeling like this right now and if you think that someone else is having a problem or a hard time with the checking their gut feeling then go up to them and tap on the shoulder and be like hello let's let's grab a bite let's talk or just uh, be like hey nice shirt and then they'd be happy that's how you treat mental health (laughs) no and if it's really serious 
Call a professional. Call a professional. Yeah. Good, wonderful summary. I prepared a checkout. Mm. Um, and you have already talked a bit about it. Uh-oh. But I want you to share one of your favorite things that you do to check your mental health. <laughs> to check in with yourself. If you have someone else, something else that you do. Mm. I can also start. Yeah, please start. At the moment, I'm reading another book. It's called The Mind of the Leader. It's about something that they call MSC leadership. It stands for mindful, mindfulness, selflessness, and compassion leadership. Okay. And um, in one of the first chapters, they're talking about mindfulness. And in one of the sections, they talk about uh, action addiction. Mm-hmm. And it's about uh, people who are addicted to action Something always needs to happen. Mm-hmm. You can never be there. Can never be a, a, a still moment. So whenever you uh, are waiting on the bus, you pull up your phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, watch a fun. I uh, watched the fun uh, Simon Sinek uh, video the other day where he said, "You know, if uh, if you're going to the toilet and then you stop up and then you then you stop up and then you're like, where the fuck is my phone? And then you hold yourself to find your phone before you go into the toilet." Then uh, you probably yeah, have then, a problem. Then that's, that's uh, but it's also, you know, just always listening to something, always having something going on, you know, always having that uh, action. Mm. And I and I have that, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, really bad at not, um, no, just have nothing. Yeah. So what do you do? So I have nothing. That's my, uh, for instance, when I walked here, um, I didn't bring my headphones, so I couldn't listen to anything, music or podcast or anything. Just, you know, silence and then my thoughts. That's so also that's m- self-control, I would say. Really yeah, but that's good. just, uh, that's my best tip, you know, just go outside for a walk with no music, no podcast, no anything. Mm. And then go through how are things going. Think a bit about how you feel, uh, how I feel. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's my best that's my best um, way to you know do the mm-hmm. gut check. And we listen so much to stuff right now. We uh, there needs to be some need to give our ears some space. I exactly. Think. I mean, I am from the second I step out of my apartment, put on my headphones, yeah. put on a podcast or music. Mm. You know, it's all the time. Mm. It's crazy. So just get rid of everything else and just go for a half an hour walk. Mm. Or find, like you say, these like small little moments where you have 15 minutes to work. Just say, okay, for those 15 minutes or 30 minutes every single day, I'm not going to do anything. Just think. Mm. Good job. Yeah. One thing that uh, gets me a bit uh, worried lately is that um, I get really worked up about things. And I'm not talking uh, news or Twitter. That's just, you know, it's always there. Like, it's... That's just what it is. But uh, more like um, sometimes the, the way how people say things, um, something that my friends say, something that I usually didn't, I mean, I didn't used to get so upset about. And there's something in my body that's just like an instant rage and then it's okay. And I've like noticed a few of those things happening like lately. and um, And also at work, just kind of, 
um, in my mind, blaming something for, for or some kind of situation or some person or never blaming myself and never really saying what I did wrong. So what I like the exercise or the mind exercise that I'm trying to do lately is to when I feel like when I've calmed down, go back to the situation, be like, OK, wait a second. And it's a bit like, I guess, what you talked about, like checking in with yourself. Like, why did that make me so... What, what, what happened there? Like, what is the need in me that could I have done a better job? You know, could I have um, stepped in and changed it? Was there some way of how I could change the situation? Like, why did I was, why was I like a bystander? So it's like different kind of situations. But I guess my point is trying to self-reflect a bit because I've, I haven't been very good at it. And now I think I'm at a place where I'm learning a lot and I'm in a lot of like difficult and challenging situations. I can, I have a lot of content for that right now for self-reflection and how I, how I am around people. So, um, it's a lot of thinking, but it, uh, in the long run, I, I hope it uh, will lead somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Yeah. Let's hope. Cool. Well, you have been listening to Millennials at Work. This was actually uh, episode number 30. Ooh. Ooh, little milestone. Those are also good for mental health. You Definitely. know, like little carrots. Give yourself celebration. That is <sighs> celebration, yes. Well, we'll celebrate uh, here with uh, some more beer. That's what you do on a Friday when you record a podcast. <laughs> but uh, until next uh, week or whenever you listen uh, next... Thank you for tuning in. Uh, DM us on Instagram. We're there as Millennials at Work. And uh, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial.